One, is it a zero, an X, and a Y? The infinite third position of quantum computing? Which one are you choosing to view life through? Perhaps a person of faith looking at all things of the mathematical certainty of looking at the horizon, where two people would look at the horizon together and they would not disagree that in fact they were looking at the horizon, that the opinion of the horizon would be a waste of time because it was a visual certainty for the both of them. They would then find out that looking at the same, the same, the same horizon, they may find things in the horizon that the other had not yet seen and perhaps point them out so that one could show the other one a more full version of what it would be like to look at the horizon. And then you look at the fact that that was based on Horus's sun, which rose when the sun rose as a version of hope, because in the darkness, as you tried to survive to stay alive, the only thing that you had hope in was that the sun was going to rise. And with that, shine the light upon the situation you were in. And God then would have justice upon the situation. And inasmuch as you have the advocate of Christ to stand with and in front of you, in front of the eternal accuser, the dark Lord, the dark Lord that will have you stand on the horizon instead of seeing the horizon for its mathematical certainty, for instead of seeing Horus's sun for its absolutely historical importance, or the idea of the risen Christ in the sense that a senseless cycle of scapegoat violence where a culture feels good about the actions, good bad, indifferent, illegal, legal, made up or not, whatever it takes to win, <sighs> are you still existing in a place where you're turning the other cheek and you are living a life of nonviolence because there's no violence in the horizon. And that is to be something that we should be looking at truth in its mathematical sense because if you brought 50 people into a history class, you have 50 histories talking about the history that one professor is telling you and then all of their histories are going to argue in the middle on his version of his history brought into the history that made it through the victors of the process who got to write the books and got to choose which words went forward and what means what. And if you took that into a philosophy class, you'd have different stories. And if you took it into a logic class, you'd only have logic. And if you took it into a math class, motherfucker, that's the answer. So if you understand the order of operations, then you work them with the information that you have and you come out with an ordered response in the sense that, guess what? Below the equal line is what it equals. But if you go into the process in this life process or a mathematical process in a disordered sense, in the sense that you're arguing about the horizon, you're arguing about mathematics, you're arguing about somebody's ability to argue. Now... How long have I been yelling? Three minutes. I, what am I, I, I'm one of, look, I saw the, I saw the Roman Colosseum. I put my hand on it. And I said, huh, no shit. I thought it was funnier that Japanese tourists were taking pictures of me uh, because I was so fat and they hadn't seen anything like it. So I, more importantly, that was probably the lesson that I needed to learn at that standpoint. So whether you're whether you're standing on the island of Mykonos, whether you're touching uh, the uh, the ancient Colosseum, whether I'm talking to you in this phone right now, the existence of our reality is here in its totality and its fullness. And how are you?
navigating and negotiating those things. That being said, I just like to go to places once, and I love comedy. I love, I mean, the, the energy at Downtown Comedy Works, it's a fucking home run derby with the lights out or with the wind blowing out. And the South Club is that version in a beautiful theater. And if you want to go to Acme, that feels like you're getting a hug from your grandma. And if you love, and it's very much the same as a Go Bananas and the Attic in Bloomington are very similar in the sense that low stage right in front of you also working to the right. And so uh, downstairs, upstairs, but the layout and I believe the stage height is the same. However, what it is, a foot, 10 inches, whatever it is, it's perfect. It's perfect for stand-up. And so I love experiencing those rooms. And I was fortunate enough to do the limestone. Like, where is this going? I'm fucking telling you. We're about to just laugh at Antifa until our fucking balls fall off. So in Bloomington, Indiana is where the attic is. That's where the limestone comedy fest. And uh, that dude, uh, Jared, runs that thing. And he loves comedy. And he gets it. And the fucking, it's great. And uh, Matt, all those dudes that run that, uh, the, 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 fucking festival over there awesome and if you're a comic get in and go and enjoy yourself so the point of being and how many minutes in indiana the home of uh little ditty about jack and diane that's right john cougar mellencamp and melanie griffith live in bloomington indiana it's a farm town it's a college town from that movie quicksilver i believe where they're riding the bikes there was a coffee shop I went to that I think had an homage to that, an homage. And because it's a college campus, because you have liberal politics, because that everything is a war with the left and it is nothing about economic destruction, that somehow a nonprofit group went through a message board and found out the members of this message board that were saying things anonymously. They attached the anonymous accounts to these real people in their world, doctors, cops, uh, people in the military, uh, did I say cops, physicians, and this lady who lived in Bloomington, Indiana, who uh, ran an organic farm. So I'm not lost, not lost upon the fact that it's hilarious that you would want 100% organic, pure, no pesticides, no fungicide, in the same way these people suppose that you want a pure race, you want pure fruit and vegetables. Heaven forbid humans have supremacy amongst themselves as people are leaders and tell humans the supreme way to live in the very mimetic sense that there is the supreme being above us and are you then existing inside the loop of non-judgment, inside the loop of fully being, inside the loop of fully enjoying nature for what it is, it's not a manufactured crisis, no matter how fucking much Elizabeth Warren's voice is cracking on whatever TV puts her fucking limp ass on. All right. So the ADL goes and finds all of these people. They route them. Antifa, Bloomington Antifa, B-Town Antifa, as they are known. I don't believe there was a giant, uh, hey, how are That seems like, is that cultural appropriation? that you would add town to the letter that your city belonged in to give yourself even more of a hip-hop vibe to your anti-fascist workings as you do what? 
Ladies and gentlemen, this lady who ran an organic farm, a no-till, I mean no-till, that we do this by hand, we do this by love. You want the greenest and the reddest peppers, the best corn, the sweetest of all things. We want nature's earth brought back to human beings to improve their thought processes. Nope. Hey, lady, you said something bad on a message board. Now we're standing in front of your booth at a farmer's market yelling, why do you hate the Jews? All of a sudden, this lady is now banned from her farmer's market. It's been going on since 2016. The only thing that they can lay claim to as a success is they now have to fucking troll and patrol a farmer's market that exists one day a week in the summer as they try to remove this lady from the president of the board of her own farmer's market, ladies and gentlemen. And now they've shut the whole thing down for two weeks as they figure it out. And then is an adult in the room going to go, hey, fuckface. And I believe it was Bill Burr who said this, and God bless him for saying it. He said, if I've said something that offended you in the past, then do me a favor. Build a time machine and take us back there and we'll watch it and I'll apologize to you. And until you can do that, Go fuck yourself. And that should be the way that we deal with poor thinking. Because if the best thing that you can say in your fight against anti-fascism is that you made a farmer's market one fucking booth safer, you fucking idiots, you fucking losers, how sad is this? How sad is this that this is the totality of your win and the mayor looks the other way, he blames Donald Trump. He blames the rhetoric. He blames everything except for the fact that these idiots are going to rule a farmer's market where a culture and an economy and a community come together to enjoy organic. You brought the inorganic lies of culture into an organic market and no one's surprised that it smells like GMO corporate paid shit. God bless America.